You're listening to The Royalty Podcast, the place where queens can relax, take off their crowns, and inspire each other to just be. Are you ready? Let's jump into this week's episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are on Season 1, Episode 2 of The Royalty Podcast, and this week we are talking about the independent woman. The independent woman. And actually, this topic um, came to be from one of our listeners. Take a listen to what she had to say, her question. Hey, Mia. I listened to the first um, podcast on priority, which was really great. And I was wondering if you could touch on a question in regards to whether women are forced into being a boss chick or is it a choice that they make? Okay, so the question was, um, are women forced into being a boss chick or do they just um, choose it? Is it something that, you know, they themselves choose to do? So let's let's look at the term boss chick. Boss chick is a term, a, you know, a newly coined term. It's a trend. It's what everybody's saying um, over the past few years. All the women are, are stating that they're boss chicks and, and, you know, on and on and on. But when you look at what a boss chick is, it refers to a woman who is, who is, um, self-made she's she's an independent woman she runs her own business she's making her own money she's making her own decisions um she is um the ceo of her life um and her business and she's doing quite well at it um she is um in charge she's an in charge take charge type of woman um and so basically that's what the term boss chick means it's someone who doesn't necessarily need anyone else or, um, you know, wait for anyone else to make things happen. She makes things happen on her own. Okay. Basically term for boss chick, meaning of boss chick. So now, um, are women forced to be boss chicks or is it something that they choose? So are women forced to be boss chicks? If you look at society today, it would appear that, um, women would be forced to be boss chicks because it is what everyone is saying they are and it is what everyone is doing. So everyone is stating, I'm a boss chick, I'm a boss chick. So it's like, it's like, um, you know, the, 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 the coat to wear, the bag to carry, you know, for example, it's, it's, it's the end thing. Okay. To, to be able to say you're a boss chick. But the truth of the matter is not everyone is a boss chick. Not every woman is a boss chick. Not every woman is called to run her own business. Not every woman is called to be the CEO of a corporation and, and you know, whatnot. Not every woman is called to that. There are some women that are called to be a support to a business, a support to a ministry, a support, major support to a family. For instance, there are women who are, are just madly skilled when it comes to administration, like, like she can manage and organize a corporation like nobody's business. That woman is of, of high value and is a major asset to the corporation that she works for. She's an employee there. Okay. She's an employee. She's not really running anything, 
but her skill set is so strong in administration that that corporation really relies on her and her skill set. So for that woman, she's not a boss chick. She's not managing the corporation. She's not running the corporation, but she's a major asset to the corporation. You know, they, they depend highly on her, her knowledge, her expertise, and her skill set. So because she's amazing at administration, does that mean that she has to run out and start her own business and become a boss chick and, and put that label across her forehead? I'm a boss chick. No, she can stand in her truth and her strength of being an amazing administrator to X, Y, and Z corporation, an employee for this corporation. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And that woman should not allow the trend and the label that is going around in the quote unquote in thing at the moment to determine how she moves. Because if she steps out of her um, strength and her expertise just to start a business so she can say she's a boss chick, she might really find herself failing. She might find herself failing in whatever she sets her hands to do because that's not her place. That's not her strength, her, her, her place, her calling, her strength is not to run a business, to start a business, to, to manage a business. Her strength is to be a support for the corporation that she's working for or, you know, corporations, whatever. That's her gifting. That's her strength. That's her, 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 um, her area of expertise. That's where she needs to stay. So... I don't think um, women are forced or should be forced to be boss chicks. I don't think women should even um, follow the the label or the trend that's going um, around that that um, you know says they need to call themselves that and 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 pushing and pressing to to have this title. You know, I don't I don't think I don't think women should do that. I think women should look at their God given strengths and talents and figure out what they are good at and stay in that lane, whatever that lane may be. That is where you're going to be a fish in water or like a fish in water. That is where you are going to excel. That is where you are going to be um, your absolute best. When you find what it is that you were called and assigned to do, what your strength is, and then stay there. Okay. So now there's other women that, um, are definitely gifted at starting businesses, running businesses, managing businesses. They're the CEO of um, various companies and whatnot. That's their strength, okay? So for that woman, you know, if you want to use the term um, boss chick, okay, she's a boss chick. But I don't necessarily subscribe to that term um, because when I when I look at how the term is being used, like in social media and and just you know in society today, it's not something that um, I personally subscribe to. So I'm all for women being empowered. I'm all for women being in control. I'm all for women being um, at the head of their game, at the top of the class. You know, running things, managing things, like doing it up well in in all areas. I'm for that, but. I don't believe that um, the woman should be or have the mindset that she's completely independent because there's so much that goes with that. So, for instance, um, 
if she eat, married or single, married or single, that woman is going to need the help of someone to get where she's going. You need other people to assist you on the path that you're on. Okay, everyone, everyone, each joint supplies, everyone um, feeds off of one another and everyone can help one another. So you're not, um, you know, on, on an island all alone. You're not on an island by yourself, um, fixing, working, doing whatever it is you do all alone. You would be more successful if you created teams, if you if you pulled in other people who were able to excel at your weaknesses. You're not you're not strong in every area of life. There are some areas that you're going to be weak in. And when you notice those areas, it would be smart to pull other people in to help you in the areas that you are weak. So I don't um, believe that um, women should see themselves as just completely independent of, of anyone and everything else because it can quickly go left. For instance, a married woman, a married woman who is um, strong-willed, who is a go-getter, who is used to um, taking charge, taking control and doing everything on her own when she was single, and she's now married, the dynamics change. Because now that she's married, she should be submitted to the head of her household, which is her husband. Her husband now has the final say in the, in the, in the, you know, the details of the home or the family or the path, you know, that the family would take. Um, she's got to be submitted to that. And I think that's one of the areas where women really mess up, especially women who are um, very strong-willed and who have been single for a long time and taking care of themselves by themselves for a long time. And then they get married. They struggle with that transition um, of uh, from singlehood to, to being married and submitting under the covering of that husband. They have difficulty with that. Um, I know... Um, of a of a of a lady who um, has always been the um, one who handles everything in her um, family. She handles everything like she's the go-to, she's the fixer, she's the one. Because of that, she has a difficult time allowing people to help her. She has a difficult time allowing people to assist her when she needs help. She has a difficult time um, just just being vulnerable. I guess that's the word, being vulnerable. And um, because she's very strong-willed, I watched her do things, make decisions, do things outside of her husband's knowledge. Um, and that right there, that's a quick way to, to, to have um, issues in your marriage. That's a really quick way to spark um, just, just issues and division and and strife in your marriage when you are doing things outside of your husband's knowledge without your husband's um, approval or opinion. And I know a lot of women think, you know, I'm a grown woman. I'm independent. I don't need my husband's permission to do anything. No, you don't. You don't need your husband's permission to do anything. I don't need my husband's permission to do anything. I can do whatever I want to do. I'm a grown woman. However, I understand order and protocol. I understand that I submit to his covering. And so when it comes to um, certain things, I go to him and say, hey, this is what I'm looking at doing. What do you think? Hey, this is what I think 
um, we should do here for the house or with the kids? You know, what do you say? I go to him because he is the head of the family. I cannot make decisions for my family without my husband. I cannot make decisions for myself without my husband. Now, um, don't, don't go to the extreme. Yes, there are some things that you can do, you know, for yourself, you know, whatever, you know, basic things. But I'm talking about things that would affect your husband, things that would affect your children, things that um, your husband absolutely should have some say in. Um, those things, you can't make those decisions by yourself. And a lot of women with that independent woman mindset feel that they can, like this young lady I'm talking of. She made various decisions and I just sat back quietly and I just thought, oh, this is going to turn out bad. This is going to turn out bad when he finds out, you know, that you've decided to do this or you've decided to do that or, you know, whatever. It can turn out bad. Um, another thing that women will do is they will say, oh, God told me to do this. God instructed me to do this. Well, here's the thing about that. When you're single, God instructs you to do this and you do it. When you are married, God's not going to override the head of the house to tell you to do X, Y, and Z for the house. And he has no knowledge of it. God's not going to do that. God may say, hey, to you, hey, this is where um, the family should go. This is what the family should do. Blah, 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 blah. And you as the wife, as the help meet, can submit that to your husband and say, hey, this is what um, I heard the Lord say, blah, 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 blah. And then your husband's going to say, yeah, I agree. I feel the same way. I believe um, God is saying that for us. We should do it. Or your husband's going to say, I didn't hear God say that. Um, let's hold off for right now. So what do you do when that happens? God, uh, your husband says, hey, let's hold off for right now. But you know, you know that God told you to do X, Y, and Z. What do you do? God has told you to do X, Y, and Z. You clearly heard it. But your husband, when you submitted that to him, he said, I'm not, I'm, uh, let's just wait. Let's just wait. What do you do? Do you have that mindset or attitude? Well, I'm doing it anyway because God told me and I'm just going to be obedient to the Lord and I'm just going to do it because God said it. You're going to go off and do that being seduced by the enemy, because that's what's happening. You're being tricked and seduced. Or are you going to submit to your husband and say, okay, and then go back to God and say, Lord, I know you told me X, Y, and Z. And I submitted it to John and he disagrees. So I'm going to be obedient to the head of the household that you made covering over me. But Father, I need you to show him Speak to him. Show him what you showed me. Tell him what you showed me for the family. Tell him what you showed me for the marriage. Tell him what you showed me for the kids. You know what I mean? So having that independent woman mindset to where you're just going to run things, do things as a married woman without the say of your husband can get you in a lot of trouble. And when I say trouble, I mean arguments. Arguments, um, fighting, you know, it just... It's not good. You, you, a married woman has to be submitted to her husband and to his uh, thoughts and opinions and his say over the affairs of the home, over the affairs of the children, over the marriage, over everything where a single woman doesn't have to do that. It's her and God and whatever she feels God is saying to do, she can just jump and do it.
Not the same with a married woman. Not the same at all with a married woman. So when it um, comes to being a boss chick or an independent woman, again, I just think that um, we've, we've, we've taken it so, um, I don't know, just, just made it so, <laughs> turned it so far left. Like it's the end thing right now. And I think it needs to be said that it is okay if you are not a quote unquote boss chick. That's that's not the goal to aspire to in life. It's not it's not, you know, what you what women should feel they have to be at all. No, women shouldn't feel forced into being a CEO, being a um you know, one who makes decisions, takes charges, in control. Women shouldn't feel um, obligated to be that way because not every woman is made up that way. There are some women who are very good supports, very good support systems, and that is where they flourish. And it's okay because if every woman was a boss chick if every woman was in control if every woman was 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 you know you know running the world then where's the support where are the women that are able to support the women who are running the world where are the women who are, are able to support their husbands where are the women who um are able to 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 you know, follow the law of increase and decrease, understanding that it, that there is a time for you to shine, take control. But then there's also a time for you to decrease and kind of learn from someone else, um, um, be assisted by or be an assistant to. You know, so. To answer your question, um, I don't think women are forced or should be forced into um, being a boss chick. An independent woman, I think it is a choice that they make. But even in making that choice, I think we ought to make the choice to be um, independent women according to the word of God, according to, um, you know, how 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 God calls us and, and um, requires us to live our lives and requires us to be. And we know that with the word of God, nobody's an independent island. Even if you are running the corporation, um, calling the shots, doing, um, you know, the CEO, just the head honcho, even if that is you, you stand in that role, in that position through the, through the lens of God, through the eyes of God, and according to the path that he has set you on. So you're still not the quote unquote independent woman. You're still following the leading of the Holy Spirit in that position. You follow the directions he tells you to go for that business. You, you are a blessing to people that come across your path, other corporations, business deals. You follow what God tells you to do in your everyday business management, which ultimately will bring him glory. Okay, if that makes sense. Everything you do is filtered through the, through the lens of the, the, the word of God. So you're not doing anything in and of yourself, you're not doing anything on your own. At least not kingdom boss chicks. <laughs> the kingdom independent woman. The independent woman who who um, follows God, believes in God, follows God, and believes that her, her steps and her steps include her home, 
her life, her family, her marriage, her children, her business, everything is 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 um directed and orchestrated by the hand of God. That woman is an independent woman in theory, but truthfully, she's an employee of the Father. Because everything that she quote unquote owns she really doesn't own. She's just managing. She's a steward of what God has given her. That's it. She's a steward of what God has given her. And that is what we should, all kingdom women, should strive to be excellent stewards of what God has given us. Excellent stewards of what God has called us to manage. Whatever that may be. So not necessarily pressing, pushing to be, you know, or to have the title of boss chick, pressing and pushing to have the title of CEO and, and all of that, not pressing and pushing to have that, but pressing and pushing to hear well done, pressing and pushing to make sure that God is smiling at the way that you manage what he's given you, the way that you properly steward all that he's given you whether it's your children, your ministry, your marriage, your business. What has he given you to manage? And then manage that thing well. Following his lead, running everything through him, not making any decisions on your own, but, but running everything through him and looking to him for guidance and direction. All right, that is this week's little nugget talking about the independent woman. Remember, if you have any questions or any comments, you can leave a message. We'll put it in our next episode uh, right on the homepage. There's a little button that says message. You can click that button, send in a message or a question or a comment. We'll add it to the episode and um, we'll continue conversing. We'll continue conversing. Share the podcast with someone if you're enjoying it. Um, make sure you subscribe if you're enjoying it. And again, I'd love to, to um, hear some feedback here from you. Any questions, any comments, feel free to hit that message button. Or if you don't, don't want to uh, send it via message, send me an email. You can email me at connect at agapefamilywc.org. So agape, A-G-A-P-E family wc like worship center.org all right connect at agape family worship center.org or connect at agape family wc.org all right have a wonderfully blessed week be safe and we'll see you in the next episode thank you for listening to the royalty podcast i hope you feel refreshed and inspired to lead others as royalty god bless Thank you.